Hello everyone, this is Colleen Lemma, Starseed Astrologer and Spiritual Messenger from SacredSoulEmpowerment.com, here to do your weekly intuitive reading for Monday, February 22nd through Sunday, February 28th, 2021. For this week's weekly reading, I will be using the Animal Wise Tarot deck by Ted Andrews for the main message for everyone. And your special message card this week, depending on your stone of choice, will be coming from the Wisdom of the Oracle deck by Colette Baron-Reed. So, we are at the end of a month and getting ready into to go into a new month of energy. So, also very soon be on the lookout for the next monthly intuitive reading for March of 2021. Can you believe we're going already into the third month of the year pretty soon? All right, so let's start by taking a look at our stones of choice. These are all special intention pendants, as I like to sometimes uh, utilize in these weekly and monthly videos. And this first special intention pendant is Picture Jasper. Okay, it's like a P-I-C-T-U-R-E. So this is beautiful picture Jasper. It's wrapped in gold and Reiki charged by me with the vibration of the number six, number of nurturing and balance. It has infused into it the qualities of Taurus to bring positive grounding and enjoyment on the earth plane. The energy of Neptune, planet that brings healing on a spiritual level of past life fears, emotions, and belief systems. And also through Reiki, it has infused into it the energy of Archangel Raphael for healing, Archangel Michael or Michael for confidence and protection, and Archangel Raziel for the connection to alchemy and divine magic. Okay, the second special intention stone of choice is this beautiful smoky quartz point. The smoky quartz um, is wrapped in silver, and this is Reiki charged with the vibration of master number 22, the number of the master builder and manifester and power and protection on all planes. It has infused into it the energies of Pluto, planet of transformation and transmutation of lower vibrational energies, activation of the crown and the root chakras for opening to higher universal energies and bringing them down through all of the other chakras to ground them in the third dimensional earth plane, and the guidance and assistance of Archangel Michael for protection and to clear away lower energies, as well as King Solomon, Ascended Master King Solomon, for his powerful protection, divine magic, and space clearing. And then the last stone of choice is this special intention tiger eye. So this beautiful tiger eye is wire wrapped in gold and Reiki charged with the vibration of the number seven, the number of contemplation, trust, and faith. The qualities of Virgo, the sign of logic and discernment. It also has the qualities of Sagittarius, the sign of inspiration and confidence. It's infused with the energies of the element of earth for grounding and security and the element of fire for creativity and leadership. And also infused with the energy of Major Arcana, the hermit, which is about being the seeker of the light within oneself. So again, your special intention stones of choice are the picture jasper, the smoky quartz, or the tiger eye. So let's start by talking about 
the astrological energies for the week. So there's not as much going on this week astrologically as there has been in times past, but it has been quite the last few weeks, hasn't it? I mean, we're going to be wrapping up Mercury retrograde here. In fact, you know, it did turn back to direct motion last week, but it's still in its shadow for a few days. We also last week had the energy of um, Saturn squaring Uranus. And that's been a doozy for the past three or four weeks. Saturn rules the third dimensional reality and karmic lessons, responsibilities, and delays and feelings of restriction and limitation, but is about restructuring. And Uranus rules that higher fifth dimensional energy and brings in lightning bolt kinds of changes and moving towards our future dreams. It can bring unusual uh, and strange even circumstances or situations. It's got a highly electrical charge to it. So these planets of Saturn and Uranus last week, and like I said, it's been building up for the last three or four weeks, has been kind of at a tug of war with each other and breaking up old lower energies and uh, feeling like we're getting pulled you know, back into old lessons. So it's been quite the time, but this week, as I said, it's a little bit lighter in the energies. We're still dealing with the aftermath of course, of what's been happening in the last few weeks. But on the 24th of February for this week, we have Mars, which is currently in Taurus, in a positive connection to Pluto, currently in Capricorn. Now, Mars is the warrior planet, the planet of energy and action and forward movement. In Taurus, though, he's a little slower moving. In Taurus, he wants to take things pretty slowly with patience, moving inch by inch, but sometimes that's a good way to move, right? Because then we don't miss anything. We don't move too fast. So there's a lot of work, focus, and effort going into things with Mars and Taurus. And it's positively, positively connecting to Pluto, planet of power, death and rebirth, transformation. So there's some positive transformative energies here um, with Mars in a trine or a positive aspect to Pluto on Wednesday. And then on Thursday, we have Venus, the planet of love, relationships, partnerships, our values, our personal resources like money and finances. She's moving out of the freedom-oriented, independent sign of Aquarius, and she's moving into compassionate, unconditionally loving Pisces. So when it comes to love and romance and relationships, she has a much softer touch here while she's in Pisces for the next few weeks. Um, the, the other side of the coin, though, is that in relationships, she might have a little bit of a lack of boundaries. Pisces can have sort of a lack of boundaries or lack of clarity, not feeling really grounded or focused, and sometimes has a, a fantasy way of looking at circumstances and situations. Again, not necessarily all bad, but sometimes Venus and Pisces tends to look at relationships or situations through rose-colored glasses and doesn't see the reality of what's really going on. So this can be again in money and finances as well. Venus and Pisces um, can have this kind of illusion, confusion sort of effect with money and finances. But on the opposite side, again, to look at the more positive side of things, Venus and Pisces can bring some magic. This is about if, if you have trust and faith 
um, in you know universe and the flow of the universe and the abundance of the universe if you have that trust and faith with Venus and Pisces things can magically just appear those resources whether they be money or other types of resources can just magically kind of be there so because it's such a short week astrologically speaking not a lot to talk about um, I'm going to also tell you where the moon is throughout the week and the moon moves um, through each sign of the zodiac in about two and a half days so on Monday and Tuesday into Wednesday morning Eastern time the moon which rules our emotions and our feelings will be in her home sign of cancer ruling home and family uh, empathic abilities intuitions and so we might be uh, pretty emotionally sensitive during the first couple of days of the week. And then on Wednesday morning through Friday midday Eastern time, the moon is going to be in Leo. Again, with the moon ruling our feelings, Leo is a sign of fun and enjoyment and creative self-expression and shining our light. So the moon has more of a capacity here to feel joyous and, joyous and want to have a little bit more fun during the middle of the week. And then Friday midday through mid-Sunday, the moon is now in Virgo. And this becomes a little bit more serious. This becomes a little bit more practical as far as our emotions, our feelings are concerned. We might actually um, overly think about our emotions because Virgo is a sign of analyzing and thought processes and it likes to uh, think and be logical so the moon can really you know in some ways be more objective about the emotions but can also be a little bit more hard on themselves so you might find that you're uh, dealing with some self-critical types of emotional and or thinking patterns and then on midday Sunday, the moon will shift into Libra and the focus will then shift on equality, balance, harmony, and partnerships. So let's take a look at the messages from our angels and guides and see what the week holds uh, in this capacity. Okay, so the first card here is the Eight of Winged Ones. This is like the Eight of Air, the Eight of Swords in the traditional tarot. It's ruled by the Grackle in the Animal Wise Tarot. And it says time to free emotions and anxieties. And so, you know, the number eight numerologically is about our sense of power. The number eight also rules money, finances, career, life path, destiny path, who we are out in the world, our sense of authority, uh, which is why it rules our sense of spiritual power. This is about us perhaps giving our power away. And where we're giving our power away is to our own negative emotions or our own negative thoughts, perceptions, and belief systems. Uh, often this card in the traditional tarot shows a person inside of a, a prison cell feeling like they're trapped. And again, this is being trapped by your own thoughts, perceptions, and belief systems. You're, you know, within your own mind, you're trapping yourself and feeling like you're uh, losing power or you don't own your power. When in fact, this is saying to take your power back. This is, again, if you free yourself from those lower emotions, from those lower thoughts, from those feelings of being anxious or fearful, um, then we're better able to take back our power and own our power. So this is the message behind the Eight of Winged Ones or the Eight of Swords. Let's take a look here at the second card. The second card... Ooh, we got the tower and the vulture. So we have another 
another bird here. We have the grackle first, and now we have the vulture. So even the tower card, Major Arcana of the Tower, has this feeling of being about, again, our mind, our own ego mind, and our perhaps uh, thoughts and perceptions that are not supporting us. The message at the bottom here says life, death, and rebirth, and new vision. So there's a positive message behind the tower. Uh, oftentimes the tower in the traditional tarot speaks of some huge, intense um, external circumstances that are undergoing change and redirection. Um, often it's depicted by a tall building or a tall tower that's being hit by a lightning bolt and it's on fire, which indicates that transmutation or transformation uh, energy, the death and rebirth energy to where the old must fall away before the new can be reborn. And that's sort of the function of the vulture out in nature too, right? The vulture feeds on animals that are already deceased. And so therefore, it's that process of death and rebirth that the vulture is famous for. So just like the card says at the bottom, life, death, and rebirth. So something old must fall away. Something old must be released. And with the fact that it is a bird and following up the Eight of Swords, the grackle, another bird, I feel like what needs to fall away is your old perceptions. Again, your old belief systems. It may have to do with some outer circumstance or situation that needs to undergo uh, what's called a death and rebirth. And even if it is a situation or a relationship undergoing a death and rebirth, it doesn't mean it has to end. It just means that the old way of how it's operating or the old way of how you're perceiving it or how you're believing about it needs to undergo a death and rebirth. And just as it says, you know, have a new vision, have a new way of seeing, have a new way of perceiving the situation or the belief or the perception and allow this rebirth to take place within yourself. Okay, and then the last card for the week. Let's see here. Okay, we don't have a bird. We have the jaguar and this is the six of four-leggeds or the six of earth or the six of pentacles in the traditional tarot. So the jaguar here, it says reclaiming power and fruits of labor. Well, this kind of stands to be true, both that that uh, tower card and the jaguar here uh, with the six of four-leggeds. To me, reminds me of the Mars trine Pluto, right? This is a positive connection between these two planets, but they're both pretty heavy-duty planets to be connecting to one another. Mars the warrior, Pluto the transformer, coming together on Wednesday the 24th. So again, that can be part of the tower card where we have, again, this this transformation in death and rebirth, either of a, an idea, a perception, or a situation. And then this is about reclaiming our power. So again, the Pluto power comes into play here. It's time to take our power back from the way we're thinking about something or the way we're living or experiencing something or take our power back within a relationship or a situation, perhaps. Um, and then it talks about the fruits of labor, the Six of Pentacles is often a card that also can indicate some positive blessings as far as personal resources, like abundance and prosperity and finances can also be indicated here by the Six of Pentacles. And that's where they talk about the fruits of our labor. So wherever you've been putting work and effort and patience and trying to you know, work towards your goals, um, this can say that towards the end of this week, 
we might have something positive starting to manifest. So whether it's this week or, or maybe even into the next week or the next month here, since we're going to be going into March for next week's reading, that there's some blessings that are upcoming and on the way as long as you stay the course, okay? Keep putting out your effort. Keep staying patient, persistent, um, and especially reclaim your power, as the jaguar here says, reclaim your power. You know, I think about the spotted leopard here, right? He's got this yellow, gold, and white sort of coat, but he's got the black spots. The black spots are indicative of those negative mindsets, those fears, those anxieties here of the eight of winged ones, right? The, the fears and the anxieties, the emotions, those are the black spots of the jaguar here. Um, those aspects of our subconscious that need to kind of uh, be healed and, and cleared up and rebalanced, basically. This is where we need to take our power back. All right, so let's go ahead and see what special message you have, depending on your stone of choice for the week. So the first stone of choice was the picture jasper, right? Okay, so let's take a little deep breath here, tune in and ask for the special message, special message for the people that chose the picture jasper, divine truth for picture jasper people. Okay, this one's poking its head up. Picture Jasper people, soulmates, okay. So whatever's going on for you lately in life, has something to do with a significant other. Now this can be a romantic soulmate, this could be um, a family or friendship soulmate relationship, even a business partnership perhaps that might be a soulmate type of relationship. So here I feel like um, we're needing to heal something. You know, I just kind of looking at the imagery here of what's happening. There needs to be some sort of healing uh, process taking place. This is number 41, if you look up in the corner, and that 4 plus that 1 does equal a 5, so something needs to change. And the 5s are about change or redirection or a new opportunity that kind of comes in. So here we're needing to kind of put our efforts towards a change within some sort of soulmate relationship to bring about a healing process. Um, I feel like, you know, the love is there, the caring is there, the nurturing is there, the, the connection is there. Um, it's just, you know, again, those those uh, subconscious thoughts, feelings, belief systems of the mind is where we get tripped up, right? Our subconscious patterns play out with one another. So if we can kind of bypass those fears and anxieties, um, this penguin, I guess it is, is holding the key, right? So one of the people, one of the people within the partnership or relationship might hold the key to healing, okay? It doesn't mean the other person is devoid of holding the key, but it looks like one person is the one that is going to be approaching or saying the right thing or having the right awareness of how to, you know, proceed in the situation, in the relationship, um, to bring about this healing, to initiate this healing. So whatever needs to be done, um, and I see here in the background as I tilt the card and look at it, there is assistance um, from those of the other side or from your angels and guides. There's a, a face there up in the clouds, if you can see it. It's, it's hardly barely visible, but it's definitely there. So we're definitely having help. Um, calling on Archangel Shamuel, calling on Archangel Raguel, um, and you know some of the others that might come into your mind as far as helping you to heal depending on the type of relationship situation this is. 
All right, so let's take a look at the special message for those of you that chose the Smoky Quartz. All right, Smoky Quartz. Divine Truth and Special Message for Smoky Quartz people. This one's calling my attention. Exchanging Gifts. Exchanging Gifts. This has kind of a couple of things that pop into my head as far as the meaning. This can mean collaboration with other people as far as gaining ground with your own dreams or vision uh, for the future. Um, maybe you're a uh, you know, let's say you're a healer and, you know, th this would be about collaborating and, and utilizing other people and their gifts, their unique talents and gifts in collaboration somehow to form, you know, a business partnership or do some sort of event or uh, gain some new ground, work on a new project together that will benefit humanity or benefit your community whatever that might be it's coming together with different people and you can see here we have a cat we have a, a ballerina or a person obviously you know very different uh, creatures here so this is about looking to others that might have you know a lot of differences to you you know and which is part of the reason to collaborate right if you have certain gifts and talents that somebody else doesn't um, it reminds me uh, of a group that I'm involved in, whereas some people are very technical and they know the ins and outs of social media and technology and social platforms, you know, and then there's others of us that are more of the uh, the life coach or the healers or the readers or, or whatnot, and there's other people that work more in mainstream um, society. They're kind of that bridge or crossover between the third dimension and the fifth dimension because they work kind of in a in both worlds. So it's it's great when you can come together with people that are different than you, but yet you're accepting them for their gifts and talents and in this collaboration. Um, so I'm trying to get back to the other message that this brought in, the exchanging of gifts. Um, this can just be about two. Um, you know, just a one-on-one -on -one kind of thing instead of a group to where um, you have something that, that it's like bartering. That's what, That was the word I was looking for. It's like utilizing your gifts to barter for something that you might need help with. So I remember back when I lived in Michigan and I would barter my services and what I do just to like, let's say, go to the hairdresser and get my hair done or have some work done on, you know, something. Um, that I didn't know how to do or again getting like uh, you know some computer tech work or whatnot and yeah, of course not everybody's going to be open to that but this can be about just you know doing some sort of bartering to where you're exchanging services uh, with one another there's some sort of you know gift involved here or maybe just gifting someone with something and the universe will in some way, shape, or form repay you. So it doesn't even mean that you have to get something back from the other person per se. But as you're giving your gift, your present, you know, your talent out to someone else, the universe and kind will step up here and give you something back. All right. And then for those of you that chose the tiger eye, message for tiger eye, people, special message, divine truth, tiger eye people. Okay, this one keeps calling my eye, my attention. Observer. Okay, this is about being the observer. Okay. 
Um, this to me has a feeling of maybe needing to just be aware of what's happening within your own psyche, with your own patterns, or being an observer and being aware of what's happening with others without reacting or responding. This is, um, you know, just kind of watching how things unfold. It's kind of the wait and see kind of uh, energy. And although Mercury is in direct motion, we're still, as I said, Mercury's still in its shadow. So we're still waiting for messages and information to come to our attention. And we're still in a mode of just kind of waiting and seeing and watching, observing how the events are going to unfold, how the situation is going to unfold, how other people may or may not react to a communication or a situation that we're involved in with them. Um, I feel like some of you are, you know, as far as maybe a new opportunity has come to light, but you're not sure if it's the right direction for you. We're not sure if it's the correct opportunity for you to follow up on. So again, this is a time period to just kind of wait and see. Look at things from a higher perspective, like this fox with the telescope here. Just observe from a higher uh, higher perspective what is happening on a universal and grand scale and letting it all kind of play out or letting the information or messages from a higher uh, higher realm of reality come to you to give you the guidance that's necessary. Okay, the fox is full of sometimes, um, fox is full of magic and blessings sometimes. In my Animal Wise Tarot, the fox is the fool card, which means you know, taking a leap of faith, taking a risk, you know, doing something new. And uh, as you take that leap of faith or that risk, then the blessings and the magic uh, starts to happen. And that's, again, at least how the fox uh, portrays itself in the Animal Wise Tarot. Okay. So I hope everyone has enjoyed this weekly intuitive reading. I want to take this opportunity to thank you all so much for your love and support, sharing my videos, subscribing to my channel. I have a, a new Google review page under Sacred Soul Empowerment, and I would love it, just love it, if you would send me a Google review. Uh, again, it's the Sacred Soul Empowerment Google page, and this way it's going to help me to help more people. So. In appreciation of all of your wonderful comments and support on YouTube, on Facebook, I'm now on Instagram and Tumblr, so check that out. I'm also doing lots of updates to my website. There's new products coming out soon, so a lot is happening, a lot of things moving and shaking. Hopefully, we'll all be birthed very soon as we move towards the springtime here. And in the meantime, until we meet again, I send you all lots of love and light and many, many blessings. Mm -hmm.